Welcome to Tony's Take Podcast. And here we go. Welcome to Tony's Take Podcast, episode 57 Sports. Can you dig it? I'm here with Carter. What's going on? And off-road Andy. Don't I usually get to go first? Oh, no. he switched it up on you. Keep it guessing, Andy. Right, keep you on your toes. This and is, I saw. Uh, this is going to be the intimate edition because it is just the three of us. Yeah. Just the three of us. So we're going to get to know each other really well <laughs> and all our sports opinions. Our heated arguments are just going to get that much yeah. hotter. We'll just we'll do it like time. PTI. We'll yell at each other. <laughs> Order. Nice. Order. I already have a gavel out. I'm oh, ready to yell. Let's go. Yeah, you're, the, you're the judge here. And executioner. Okay, that sounds ominous. So do we You're need to ominous, call, Andy. Call me Skip. Let's do it. Do we need to start arguing right now? Well, I think we should. Should we get into sports? Absolutely. Should we start with our friends up north in Canada? Let's do it. I mean, it is the freshest uh, series close right now. That's you know? breaking news. Is it even over yet? Is it um, in the books? You know, let me check. I think there was a Has minute the left. the final last time I horn sounded? Do they have a horn in hockey except when a goal it, scores? It is actually a period horn. What okay. do you think it just it just beep? I don't like. There's oh, 30 <laughs> seconds left, and they are up by four goals. So I think it's safe okay. to say that they will advance yeah. after this game seven. Just run the right plays, and you'll be fine, right? Yeah, right. Like uh, not an empty net, and yeah. think you're good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so Winnipeg did just beat Nashville in game seven, at Nashville. Um, so huge series. Uh, Nashville was the favorite on the Western Conference side. Um, so really big implication there. Uh, Winnipeg will be facing the Vegas Golden Knights, who have kind of had a long break now, um, waiting for this yeah. series to wrap up. So it will be Vegas and Winnipeg going to the Western Conference Finals, which I think is going to be a very interesting series. Uh, both teams play very fast, um, and uh, a, a lot of talent up front with both. So it'll be uh, very interesting. It's going to come down to goaltending. And they're the and, two uh, uh, newest teams, although Winnipeg is not an expansion, just a just a, a move. transfer, yeah. But still, they used to be the Atlanta Thrashers. Yeah. They also there used to be a Winnipeg team. Yeah. Until I don't you know what's funny. Did though, that team fold. Um, original version. I don't know what happened with that. You know, no, I think they moved as well. Okay. And um, I think I believe this. What's funny about this is Winnipeg winning their first playoff game was the first in the history of the franchise, including the Atlanta Thrashers. Really? Yes. Wow. So that's uh, <laughs> pretty funny. Yeah. And now they're going to be going to the Western Conference Finals. Huge for that city, huge for hockey. I'm sure Canada's going nuts because now they have a team representing them, um, which is always big. You know, It's fun to have a bigger pool of people. And honestly, it would be exciting if they could go to the finals. However, I did choose Vegas Golden Knights like halfway through the season. I did say that I wouldn't be surprised if this team goes all the way. So I will be pulling for Vegas. Um, However, either way, I think it's going to be a good series for the Stanley Cup Finals. I'm really excited to see what's going on. Speaking of which, in the Eastern Conference, we have Washington versus Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, So Tampa Bay is back at it. They've been solid for several years now. Um, They're back in the mix and probably favored over Washington. But uh, Washington, man, showing some resilience. Uh, Finally, I will say, because... Finally, Ovechkin's going to make an appearance in these Eastern Conference Finals. And he's hopefully, I would love to see him in the Stanley Cup Finals. So, uh, yeah, both series are going to be awesome. I'm really looking forward to them. Uh, Do you have any takes on the hockey, Andy? 
I mean, I don't really know much. I saw. Yeah, no problem. I saw uh, Washington. I think it was Game Five where they came back. They went. Mm-hmm. Like they were winning two to one, went down three to two, and then won four to three. Like, yeah, it was back it was and like, forth, back and forth. Yeah, so I think everyone would have just expected them after they lost the lead in that game to just fall apart. Yes, let it just happen. You know, like we've seen in uh, basketball. In the pa- yeah, <laughs> no, no, it's 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 very very them because they've done that in the past. Yeah, and uh, it, I don't know. There's always just seemed to be that invisible hump that they could never get over. Uh, but I, I really am excited to see what they can do going forward. Um, Tampa Bay is probably the favorite to win it all, and um, it'll be a really tough series. Uh, but I'm excited, man. Both series are going to be awesome. There's nothing like playoff hockey like we've been saying for the past couple of podcasts. So uh, I'm really looking forward to both. Yeah, and I think uh, everyone's happy for Ovechkin. I mean, not everyone, but most people. he's the most tortured star Pit- in the, in the league Pittsburgh's right now. not happy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like... You do hate to see like great players not get that playoff success because then it starts people start doubting them when they really shouldn't because it's a team game and things happen. Mm-hmm. So it's and just kind of it was probably just bad luck that they never got that far, not necessarily. Definitely, and I and I've always argued that Alex Ovechkin is is one of, if not the best player in the NHL. Um, obviously, you have Sidney Crosby who has won multiple cups. Um, but I've always thought Ovechkin had a better skill set just overall. And, um, you know, when, when you got a player like that and he just can't seem to get over the hump, you know, um, it's obviously a very big team sport. But it, I'm just finally glad he's in that conversation again, you know, because um, he is. He, he's one of the best players in the National Hockey League. And it, I'm really excited and hopefully he can continue uh, this uh, hot streak with his team. So. It'll be exciting. What does the uh, MVP race look like this year, though? Oh, you know, is he there? Um, no, probably not. Just because there's so many others that have stepped up for their teams, um, and and a lot of people that you haven't heard of, you know, and and um, I mean, Crosby just had another surreal year, and he's such a media favorite that yeah, I, I just don't know. I where, just like, don't the, see media voting for anybody. The else. points leaders are some. Did the uh, the young guy won last year, right? Um, McDavid, did he win? I'm not sure who won it last year, but um, yeah, think, I, don't, like, I don't know. Yeah, I'll look it up for that's you. That's always a way to like measure like if Ovechkin's won three MVPs without getting there. Yeah, like, exactly. But uh, but his situation uh, reminded me of a a basketball player that I used to root for, who had never reached the conference finals, who finally broke the streak, and that is of course Chris Paul, CP3, State Farm Zone. Former Los Angeles Clipper. I think it was just his birthday, also. I mean, he has one every year, so. No, he he actually he didn't have one the other <laughs> the other year. Like, it's Entire crazy. Entire time he was in LA, he had no birthday. Twenty six for two years. Oh, he wishes he was twenty six. He was twenty six for two years. Yeah. If he, if he was, he would still be up there. As don't about as one of the, an MVP. Don't candidate. we all just wish we yeah. were still twenty six? You're right. Uh, Connor Connor McDavid did win it last year, the Hart Memorial, and then um. Sidney Crosby has two, and Al- Alexander Ovechkin has three. There you go. So, yeah. So he is better. There you go. Three to, <laughs> three to two. Yeah, he's uh he's up there for sure. Oh, I did want to talk about one hockey story before fully pivot to basketball. And that is, did you see Vladimir Putin put up five goals? <laughs> <laughs> I did not see it, but I don't doubt it. Uh, I'm what sure show are you watching off of? I'm sure he threatened the whole some, defense. They do some, like, charity 
Russia thing where they you know donate money to Facebook so they get better coverage or something. Mm. I don't know. Uh, but Putin Putin came in. Well, so he's sixty five years old. Jabs in there, huh? Sixty five years old on Earth. Scored, <laughs> scored five goals, and that's below his average. He usually scores around nine in these charity games or whatever they. Yeah. Are. I saw it was triple digits one time. Yeah. Yeah. I just like to say it's like he still he didn't beat uh, Kim Jong Il's uh, thirty five under par. Yeah. Yeah. He and Jeffrey Tambor. <laughs> Unreal. It's uh yeah, I'm sure he threatened the whole team if he didn't get a goal. So they probably all just got out of his way. Goalie is just like a cardboard. He's probably slapping them from his his side of the rink and just Goalie was just like, Oh, that's a good shot. Yeah. <laughs> but moving on to basketball, let's get involved because uh they are finally in the finals as well. Or West yeah, Conference Finals. Saying the, the Rockets the first the first team that mm-hmm. we talked about. It's good for CP3. He's he's one of the best players yeah. of this era, and he doesn't get that credit. Feel some but salt behind those words. Totally wow. happy <laughs> because he felt he could not do that with the Clippers, and it's like their fault. Where it's like it's partially his fault for getting hurt all the time. While he was great in the playoffs, he maybe could have calm the team down against the Rockets three years ago and then this never would happen. But I, I think that was their only chance. Yeah. Was it was their best the chance. Yeah, absolutely. Their best chance. And then after far. that, they all kept getting hurt in the playoffs and it was like, mm-hmm. they and weren't even that good. they took every chance away. Um, but, I mean, he had a great series. Great final game. I mean, unreal final game, really. Um, but, yeah, I'm happy for him. Uh, Houston, what, what I like about this going into it is Finally, it's going to be a good matchup in the conference finals for the West. I mean, like not like OKC yeah. was bad. It was obviously – was it OKC last year? No, it was two years ago. That two was, years that ago, was the, yeah, because Durant yeah, – That yeah. was the good one where the Warriors mm-hmm. came back. So, fi- finally, we'll have a good series again, um, you know, because Golden State's just unreal first off. So, Golden State's the other team, obviously. And um, I'm looking forward to it just because, honestly, I don't know. I don't know. You know, Houston's that good right now, and um, their offense is is kind of phenomenal this year. So uh, kudos to that coach, who I will not name his name because oh, say speaking it, this of is salt, his, <laughs> another chance for him to have some success. He was always criticized for great regular seasons and no postseason success when uh, this gentleman was the coach of the Phoenix Suns. When it was Coach Lakers, he wasn't complimented at all. Let's just make that clear. <laughs> yeah, wasn't um, a great run. Yeah, but uh, moving on to the Eastern Conference, you have Cleveland Cavaliers versus the Boston Celtics. Who, I guess you could kind of say were the favorites to face each other in the beginning. Of oh, the season? the beginning of the season, definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, might have been shaken up after Gordon Hayward's injury, but um, but Boston had the two seed all the whole time. Yeah, but then they lost Kyrie, and people thought, oh, they'll be done in the first round, and then look at them now. Yeah, what a what a magic team. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. LeBron versus Kyrie. Yeah. It'll be interesting. But It'll Kyrie's gone. Yeah, Kyrie's gone. But you can still talk trash <laughs> yeah. on, the, on the side. Um, LeBron versus Terry. Yeah. And uh, t- uh, what's his name? Rosier. Yeah, Terry. Terry, Terry Rosier. Rosier. Yeah, he's uh, tearing it up. So, And so is uh, the rookie. Yeah, Tatum's been great. Tatum's insane. So uh, it'll be a fun uh, matchup as well. And I think... I think the main story, though, is kind of LeBron, man. Going into the series against Toronto, I was like, there's no way he's going to come out and just, you know, be himself. He's got to be drained. And he just came out and he dominated all four games, man. 
Um, well, game that, one, man, he yeah, wasn't great. Game one, he was. But I think the the Raptors yeah. were just so afraid of him that they kind of choked it away and 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 he just and dominated set, the rest. Set, man. The, set the tone for the series. It it's like, insane. Yeah. So like, I'm I'm really interested to see how he keeps playing and, and his drive because that's what he's going to need to to win it all. And um, I think they finally figured out their their kind of bench as well. Um, and uh, you know, I think they limited. Nance's minutes, whatnot, the series, and they kind of yeah. figured out how to play everybody, and that's huge because they they've, they've been better. So they've been mixing and matching all season, and you know when they went through that whole rehaul, they sh- they were still trying to figure it all out. So it's big on them. Uh, on the other side, you had Philadelphia. Yeah, so Boston was kind of the miracle team, but I feel this year is more about Philly not being ready slash being trusting the process scared. too much. I don't know. It was. <laughs> Boston really exploited the weaknesses of Philly's team, and the yeah, Philly just couldn't punch back. Like they really Ben did. Simmons was was the the player I think we're talking about here. That yes, uh, I read together. I read multiple articles of how Boston kind of developed the blueprint for the rest of the league of how to stop Ben Simmons. Um, make him take jump shots, man. <laughs> like they were, well, uh, you won't take them. They were That's closing the exactly. You can't even so make them take. They were closing the lanes and making him dish it off, and um, like, and if he if you do force him to take that jump shot, uh, it's not very good, man. So, uh, he needs to get in the gym and he needs to just Kobe Bryant it up where he's taking freaking a thousand jump shots yeah. in the morning before practice because uh, that's the only way he's gonna get better. And uh, if if he does that, he could be unstoppable. Yeah. Um, but the other thing in the series was just their how they they choked like in oh, these close time. games in a uh, game three which i think is going to be most remembered for the confetti incident <laughs> they had they had one where they just it was a terrible turnover that led to an easy layup for the lead i think the game was tied after they were bad and couldn't they score and let confetti, boston yeah. they let boston tie them and then they had the ball left should be last possession and they turned it over it was basically the equivalent of a pick six mm-hmm. in football where the turnover went to a guy for a, a layup and then, so they had the ball left with two seconds, and they hit that long two. It looked like a three. Yeah. The tie, the confetti went off. Everyone knew that's a that's a curse. Yeah, everybody the, was the, all The game's not over, so it's like going to overtime. Around. And, oh, that's awful. Um, and then, same in overtime, they had a, another, like, just terrible turnover that led to an easy basket. And it just seemed like they they got nervous. And then yeah. last night, that happened, too. They had a uh, possession, I think, uh, if they were down by two or maybe tied or something. And it was just another just dumb turnover they just like, can't inbounds the ball it's like yeah and it's, that, it's that's, a, that's a sign of a team that's young yeah can't handle the pressure a lot of youth a lot of inexperience and uh now that they've been through these situations they can kind of channel that going into the next season they understand what's expected of them um a lot higher expectations now you know they, i mean they yeah. should they they could have and should have probably been in the eastern conference finals um so now you're you're talking about a, a team that was First draft pick for so freaking long, <laughs> and now you're you're in the discussion of being the top team in the East. So um, they still have the cap room that they can go out. There's there's potential deals they can get LeBron and Paul George. Or absolutely. That, I don't know what their options are, but they have they have lots many of people options. are out there, but they have it's, yeah. they have the room to do some things. Absolutely, and, and um, that, that could be scary. It, it could be the team to take down the Warriors or the yeah, Rockets, definitely, so. and. Uh, yeah. If I'm LeBron, I'm looking at that big time yeah. because uh, you got to be considering them. Yeah, but looking um, forward to the, the actual finals matchup there. I think 
everyone now assumes LeBron's just going to carry the Cavs back He's just going to take over. Um, I really like the Celtics in the series because yeah. of the uh, the young guys have really really stepped up and just their athleticism versus Cleveland's. Like LeBron, LeBron is old. He takes plays off. He has to. Yeah, that's the only way He's he can break down, man. Continue to dominate, and I think Boston's just fresh. I think um, they have nobody who's going to be able to guard Terry Rozier. And I think Boston's defense, their team defense, they'll, LeBron will get his, but they're going to shut down the other guys. So it's really – LeBron is really going to have to win this series. And it's just – I don't think it – I, I agree with you 100%. And uh, the Western Conference is going to win this the yeah, NBA title no matter wins. what. Because <laughs> it honestly won't even be a close series in the finals. Um, that's why I'm, I think I'm so excited for these uh, conference finals because I think these are going to be the better games. Um, it's I think been a weird playoffs because the first round of this these playoffs were really good. Really good. A lot of ga- uh, seven-game series. Second round sucked. Yeah, second round was awful. Three five-game series and one sweep. Yep. And um, and then this will be a good series, and then the hopefully. finals will suck. So. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, finals, yeah, I just don't see the finals being good. I think both Houston and Golden State are uh, Well, the finals, two... the finals start with that game, which I think is Saturday. Golden State, yes. Houston. Yes. That's the finals. Absolutely, and so I should start putting all those games on ABC. Yeah, right that, now. and you get better watch every single one of them because yeah. those games are going to be fun to watch. Um, but going back to Cleveland and Boston, I agree with you totally. LeBron's going to have to take over like he has been, and uh, he will. Um, but I think Boston has a lot more weapons and a lot more consistency on their side, and I think that's going to be the difference in the series. And Brad Stevens will know he'll be able to take some things away. He, he did that in the Sixers series, and Cleveland just doesn't have enough. Like in their in their bag, they don't have enough just, options. Just, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna rely on LeBron again, and he's gonna get drained. And while Boston spreads the ball around, um, it's just it, I don't think they can match up with it. And it's yeah. it's gonna be uh, I I hope it's a good series. You know, I hope it goes six or seven, but um, I could see Boston maybe pulling it off in five or six. Like the the spirit of Tony is saying, put put your bets on now because I think. I saw that the Cavs open up at like plus two fifty or something. Or really? Something crazy like. Yeah. So if you, if you, yeah, definitely get your bets in now because it'll probably slide. In. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, we do have a few other stories for other sports. Um, mainly just the NFL, right? Just the NFL. The most important. Yeah. American football, that is. Yes. The National American Football League. The the Can money. Can you be a little more clear? The money maker. Where all of the U.S.'s dollars go in sports. I guess basketball's huge, but we'll go with the NFL. Yeah. Um, there are a few stories. I wanted to talk about some players first before we get into the, the drama. I guess it is drama no matter what. But uh, Des Bryant was released from the Dallas Cowboys. Um, when did that happen? Like a month ago, right? It so did. Happened a month old ago. Old news. Move yes. on. However, oh. there have been some rumors circulating about some teams that would be interested in him. So I wanted to discuss this. Um First off, I mean, leaves Dallas. They're kind of hurting. I mean, they drafted some young guys at receiver. Now you got Jason Witten, who retired during, like, right in the draft time. And everybody seemed to be hopping Dallas yeah, in the draft. Yeah, I think it was in round two. Yeah, and, get, yeah, and getting tight ends uh, right before Dallas picked. But, so Dallas is going to be interesting to watch this year, I think. Um, just go with uh, six linemen. I'm yeah. sure they have depth with that line. Just put Zeke and just yeah. run it 40 times. Yeah. 
Um, but it'll be interesting to watch for, for Dallas. As far as Dez goes, though, the rumors circulating around him would be, one, the Baltimore Ravens, um, which makes sense. I mean, you're, you've been hurting at receiver for a while. You did get Crabtree. You have Perriman. And, and Lamar Jackson's going to play wide receiver, yeah, obviously. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> He's not good enough to be a quarterback. So Yeah, but um, so I think, I think he makes sense there as a red zone threat, as a big body receiver, which you're kind of lacking. Uh, Crabtree is good at playing the ball in the air, but I think Des Bryant's one of the best. Um, they also have like five tight ends that they've drafted in the past three years. Yeah. Who knows what they're going to do with them. Uh, the other one that I thought was very interesting, and I don't think very likely to happen, is the New Orleans Saints. Um, you have Michael Thomas, who's going to be your number one. He's young, uh, similar skill set, uh, probably not as big as a, a big of a body, um, but he plays plays pretty similarly. And um, I think you you bring Des in, and it just allows you both options on either side of the field, and it's pretty scary to think about. Um, the Saints then, are thin at receiver. They lost. Snead, they right? they lost. So he went to the Willie Ravens. Sneed went to the Ravens. And, um, yeah, so they lost him, and I think uh, they lost another receiver. I forget who. They cut Fleener. Fleener's so gone. He didn't do anything, but yeah, still. So, absolutely. But um, so, so they could use another threat. But uh, I just I don't see it likely to happen just because I, I think Des might just command more than they're able to uh, kind of shove on him. And I, I really thought the rumors of him wanting to stay – in the conference or the division of the Cowboys were kind of true because they circulated right as he got cut that he wanted to play for either Washington, New York, or Philly. Um, whether any of those teams can afford him, if I'm Washington, yeah, I'm trying to get him immediately because not only is he a talented guy, you get him against Dallas, number two, and then you have a talented receiver who's probably not the best personality, obviously, but somebody that you, he can kind of – um, mold with your young receiver in Josh Doxson, who's a play a ball in the air type of receiver. Uh, he can learn from probably one of the best in it. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Um, there is one other story we can get into, a little more drama circulated. Um, and I thought quite interesting considering how long the accusation was. Uh, I think it was in 96, Yeah, it was, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's over 20 years, so... so. You can go ahead and get into that, Andy. So the, the Detroit Lions, they hired a new coach this offseason, Matt Patricia, the defensive coordinator for the Patriots for almost a decade, it seems like. It's kind of like people think he might be the next Belichick because he wears like a sweater and has a beard and looks, you know, just like a mountain man, like surly guy. I love I love it when he tries to dress up like because now he's a head coach so he's yeah. having to wear like dress slicks shirts, back his hair. <laughs> slicks back his hair, and then he puts a pencil behind his ear. Uh, and he's head coach now. Like he's always had the pencil there, but he's always had a hat, I think backwards, in like a hoodie. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so it's so weird to see him like try try to dress formally. <laughs> it's it's pretty funny. So this week, uh, some old news came out that he was indicted for sexual assault, but it never went to trial because the accuser decided not to, you know, testify. Which, which happens a lot, and it definitely happened a lot back in that day. Um, so he says he maintains his innocence. This never happened. The girl lied, and that's why she never testified, because she lied. So this has never been a problem for any of his employers. This is public knowledge. You can find it in mm -hmm. records. So everyone's like, well, it, 
this would show up in a background check. So all these jobs that he had, they must have found this. And I think they, they said the Lions even asked him about it, and they were they said his answer was sufficient. Uh, in today's climate, it's people want more more scrutiny, whether or not they want him to be like forced out. They just feel like this was like the NFL just doesn't care that this happened. Yeah. Um, and he he's been very adamant, but like, what else are you gonna do if he if he if he is guilty, he got away with it. and He's gonna continue to do this it's just such an awkward situation where you don't want to say like well the girl definitely lied because she didn't testify but at the same time we don't know that he's guilty and it's yeah it's, <laughs> he, it's he's not cleared and he's so he's not innocent or guilty is in, it, in the I, public I, I think it's such Purgatory. an interesting yeah, yeah i think it's such an interesting topic just because it's such of today's times um first off it was an allegation it's 20 years old um and the the media drives it, and the like. I guess you could just say the social community uh, eats it up. And um, you know, to to talk, it's just crazy that we're discussing this as as big news because it is an allegation that was over twenty years old, and that's all it is. But it, it was serious. Oh, it, was, it wasn't. I'm not, I'm not taking any way yeah. from the severity. It wasn't of like the oh he. Touch someone. It was. Yes. It was like, oh, him and the buddy took this girl back. No, definitely. It was, it, it was serious shit. Absolutely. So it's like, if there is truth to it, then it is bad for him to. No, absolutely, it's bad for him. But it's. I think there's a, a statute of limitations for how long this should yeah. go on, especially with a me- media-driven dri- allegation. Uh, today's day and age, allegations are almost like your downfall. And what sucks about it is because. Uh, in America, even though they say you're innocent until proven guilty, it's quite the opposite. That was, um, there's, there's, that was yeah, until there's Twitter came system. around. Yes. Well, there's the legal system and there, there's the public. Ah, absolutely. And that's what's hard is it seems like the public wants is worse. Well, they are worse. They, they, have, high, they have a higher oh. standard. Um, what I'm saying is any like public facing job, you can't have these. Oh, I agree. Where it's like I don't know what they want. Do they want this guy to not be able to work as a coach because he had these things happen? Well, I mean, what what if? Yeah. He was guilty of something. Let's not say. I think. I think the rape would be disqualifying. There's no way a convicted rapist who got out of prison 20 years later should be oh, an NFL no. head coach. Yes. No. But I agree. if this was something more minor, is he just he's banned from coaching anywhere because the public will find out about it and shame the organization? Where does that stop? Where does it? I I agree, and I think I think it's it's not black and white. I think there has to be some um, wiggle room, and and it's weird to say kind of that, just lack of better term. Um, I think every situation, every scenario should be treated differently depending on the act. And um, there are some things where I think people shouldn't be involved uh, with anymore. And you should get the the uh, repercussions to what you the did, your actions, things. right? But people need to work. I mean, someone oh, like absolutely. him has been coaching for a while and, I, and doesn't, I, probably doesn't need to work. But and like, I think there are – In general, these things, it's like – well, you can't work anymore. You have to. You have to lose your job because you committed a crime or was were accused of committing a crime. It's kind of a crazy standard. I agree, and and um, I think there should be a, as I said, wiggle room for redemption. Yeah. Uh, everybody, I think, and I, I will stand well, by it. Like, a like lot Michael of people. Vick. Well, he exactly. did his time, and people were not cool with that. I don't care that he did his time. He should not be able to play. Like, why not? He's a, talented enough. He paid the price, and he did his time. And not only that, now he's a very outspoken person for yeah. uh, a lot of um a lot of 
communities and um, organizations. And so I mean, we're hypocrites too because I saw something about I think they're they're on like season four of Mike Tyson Mysteries on Adult Swim, where Mike Tyson does a voice of a cartoon character. It's like Mike Tyson's a convicted oh, rapist. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's uh, he was allowed back. He was allowed to be in Hangover movies. He's allowed yeah, to work. It's crazy. He and boxed it, afterwards. He yeah, wasn't, he wasn't very good the afterwards. See, the public is a uh, is, uh, and that's what I mean. Like, and that's why we're saying the worst is because they're about the here and now. But it doesn't mean it has to be now, like that it happened. Could be something twenty something plus yeah. years ago, and um, guaranteed in a month. Nobody will be talking about Matt Patricia and this allegation. Maybe, maybe for a month, but uh, you think in 2019 they're going to be discussing Matt Patricia and this allegation? I don't know. No, probably I, I not. Think, I think the system still has a chance to work, and I think we've seen it work. Uh, was it a week ago? Two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Cosby's not going to be in any movies recently or Definitely. anytime soon. Any, the rest of his life, he's not going to be in anything because he's going to be in jail and he's going to die in jail. Yes. So that's that's the system working, and I like that solution rather than shaming people and then not letting people work again. i agree and um to like, add on to that weinstein it, it, it is an jail. allegation and i will say who needs to go to jail weinstein there are yeah exactly great example so as then well. he can't work because so, in jail so what you had there was uh, a brave person coming out and i'm saying maybe this person in 96 was the brave person right yeah. and just not many people knew about it but given time right and how history repeats itself if somebody like matt patricia were to be accused of this um, more than likely, he didn't just do it to one person. Um, and, you know, when you do get all these allegations, maybe it inspires somebody else to come out. And that's when you've got to start thinking, okay, now now it's starting to be a trend of more people. And now, now um, I'm not saying, like, this could be – the problem with that is it might not be truthful. You know, you got people coming out just to get the publicity, just to maybe try to get a settlement and try to get some cash, right? And, and that's what – that's why we have a court system in place. Trump's lawyer to pay you off. Yeah, right? So, uh, yeah, <laughs> an insurance claim. But um, it's uh, it's very interesting, and we're, we live in interesting times because uh, so much of this is social media driven. And it's it's We did see the, the quickest version of this. I don't know if you've followed this story. Is the Attorney General of New York where, like, it came out, like, oh, these women accuse them of, uh, you know, bad things, multiple bad things. And I think, like, he he took, like, ten minutes to say, like, I'm going to fight this. And then, like, this, all the stories come out. And it's like, oh, this is all true. And he just resigned. So it's like, yeah. oh, I'm not going to beat this. No, there's <laughs> definitely a positive to it. And I think so. I think uh, it can be used in such a positive light as well. And I don't think bringing it up is bad. It's always good to know somebody's past, right? Yeah, I, th- I think what people were upset about the most was that this is not public knowledge, but is available public knowledge. It's like... Exactly. So what, why so, did these teams not do anything? Why did no one ever say anything? It's like, and, well, because it wasn't important. Yeah, I don't know. And hopefully it's a lesson to be more open to the public. Um, yeah, is know. it something the Lions should have like came out in the press conference? Hey, guys, when we uh, did the background check, he had this, but we still liked him enough to hire him. Like, that's yeah. ridiculous. Well, maybe well, if Hannibal Burris had been talking about yeah. it. No, but I think there is a, a certain way that you can address that, you know, um, and – and maybe maybe that's just notes that you can maybe put in your hiring. I'm I'm sure they have a, a like a paper that they with all the information involved in the hiring process, right? Maybe you insert it on that. So when when these allegations do come some out, some of that stuff is protected. Yes, yes. You can't just post it. No, and I'm saying you can redact some of that. But um, 
when it does come out, all the public information that you had and you knew about, right? You can be like, yes, we did see this, guys. We understand what he was, uh, uh, you know, allegedly accused of, and um, we we did our research, and we still elected to hire him because we believe that uh, it is from our research and our investigation, it is was a false, uh, or you know, it never happened. And um, we trust Matt Patricia throughout this whole hiring process, right? And now you've covered your ass because that's what it should all be about is covering your own ass. Yeah. And um, So the NFL wants – Yeah, no, definitely. And maybe uh, – and that would be the smart thing to do. And I think that's how people should start progressing in life because you're looking at things now and it's just getting out of control. Um, and to, to I think, the, the betterment of society, you know, uh, I, I think these allegations are great. And, um, you know, as long as they're kind of checked, you know, but yeah, it's just interesting. Yeah. So there's, this reminded me of another thing that's been in the news, um, kind of way more sensitive. Um, I don't know if you've Whoa, read boy. about the Oregon state pitcher. I have not. So this came out last year. I think it was the day before MLB draft. This is one of the top college pitching prospects. Um, it got leaked that he pled guilty to molesting his niece when he was a 15-year-old. <laughs> totally draft stocks done. He, they, they, he got like not he wasn't suspended. But the team just decided like, just go away. Like we don't we don't know what to do about this. Um, basically, someone leaked it. He it was supposed to be a sealed uh, plea deal. Um, very like weird circumstances of like. This is his niece, like his older brother's kid that the family's watching. And the kid said, I was being molested. And what, what the pitcher here said is that the family attorney said, just plead guilty because we'll have the, the record sealed because you're a minor. Um, you won't go to juvenile hall or anything. No one will ever find out about it. You don't want to take this to court and get this into the papers or even get a worse sentence or something. Even So even though the kid like said, I'm innocent, he pled guilty to it. And huh. it was supposed to never come out, but someone found leaked it and leaked it. it out. And so now he's back having a great season at Oregon State again, and nobody knows will any team even, like, Touch think him. about drafting him. And there's a lot of people, like, from Oregon State saying he should not be allowed to play. Yeah. It's just it's, – that's a weird situation where it's like – How old was the niece? I think, like, six or something. Okay. Jesus. So, he, I mean, it's it's a disgusting thing to be accused of – if it's not true, it's that's the same thing. If if it's not true, that's horrible for this pitcher to have to live with this. That yeah, everyone will think it, and, and there's it no way. It sucks. Of, but yeah. then the, the other side of it, well, if he did do it, then like he's a disgusting human. You don't being. want this guy. Absolutely. Like, like, um, and and that's why we have yeah. a justice system. I mean, unfortunately, our justice system can be flawed. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and in such ways as this, and it's quite interesting. But you know. Um, if he pled guilty, I'm sorry, but uh, even if I'm 15 and yeah, it, well, no, even you if said it like, is my own family and you're going to tell me it's sealed, like, why would I ever want I to plead he guilty? He said it was, big, it was a horrible mistake and the family, like, hates the lawyer, so this look, stop using the lawyer because it was terrible advice. See? No, but that's just they terrible advice They stopped using the lawyer though. as if they had used him. I, I don't, don't have a lawyer. See, like, yeah, I don't know. Some people, families have lawyers. I don't know. See, I, I don't know. I, uh, it's, see, that, it's, that's that the same thing. Like a, a you don't know. Mistake from the family as well. Been there's using no, that lawyer twenty years. We're hanging no, him up. There's no good like viewpoint on this. It's like, well, let him play or don't let him. It's like I don't even know. I don't have the answer. And quite honestly, I think that's something that the family themselves just have to deal with. I, th I don't think he should have a public, be a public figure. 
um, even if he was innocent and pleaded guilty. I mean, like, um, if anything, he should go and do some in, in for information, uh, uh, I guess you could, like, speeches about how our justice system works and why you should always choose to go innocent yeah. <laughs> if you are innocent. Well, I mean, it's, it's a great legal strategy. Usually you just plea to lesser charges. Um, yeah, it's, it the is, government uses no, that to, to get but people. But that means they get innocent people all the time. No, yeah, definitely. It, that, that's, that's shitty it's a to think about. System. But it's, it's a flawed system. That's what I said. He's not the only person to take a plea deal for something they haven't done. However, you know, definitely, but then, and I agree. You always have that in your back pocket. Say, oh, I just took the deal. I'm innocent. You can always say that. So, so, so like, what's unique about this is though is family versus family. Yeah, and um, and the the other side of the family, the the older brother who had. The daughter mm-hmm. just won't refuses to talk about it. Yeah, I feel like that would make Christmas yeah. awfully. I would say like I don't know how the the parents would be like you're ruining our other son's life. Why? How could you do this to our family? If yeah, it's, it's if it's not true, it's just it's just a it's, it's a whole messed up situation with that. It's, it's not even this is like not even like good reality TV. It's just it's ugly. No, the whole situation is ugly, and he should be doing some, like I said speeches and r- raising right. awareness on how he's you pitching, and he probably will go, go undrafted plead again. Innocence, because. You, like taking a plea deal, I don't care how much money it is. You're you're giving up your reputation. That's what well, you're doing. You're that's giving why up. they made the deal for a something to be sealed. And as a I understand that, I understand that. But in the same respect, he's admitting guilt. He's admitting guilt. Yeah. And and it's disgusting. So yeah, it's just a, sh- a shitty situation all around. I'm sorry to get so we got pretty deep in yeah, it. Ominous Andy. We got some uh, some a lot of a uh, law. I, no? I read that last week about that law and order. Tony's was, take. <laughs> yeah, it's just these are these are times we're living in. Told you I brought my gavel. Boom yeah. boom. Is that the noise? Yeah, I think it is. Right. It's not. Very I think it's good, deeper but, than that. Yeah. Dun dun. No, I think it's a lot. I think it's a higher note. <laughs> Can you YouTube it for me, Dobby? Can't. Okay. We should just have it on the soundboard somewhere. I'm going to YouTube it. Down. No, I'm sure Dick Wolf will sue us. Yeah. Oh, good point. That's the creator of Law & Order, if you guys don't get the reference. Dick Wolf, <laughs> TV superstar. That's what Andy calls his crotch. Comment how close my uh, noise was and how off Dobby's was. Oh, he's he's going to write in? Yeah, write in. <laughs> dun, dun. That's Dobby. Do we have a P.O. box he can write into? <laughs> yeah, nine. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, we got any more sports? I feel like you have to talk about something else after this. Well, we can talk about some entertainment hey, for the next boss. Some sad and, and oh, Why don't we talk more about Vladimir Putin and all his goals, right? <laughs> yeah, I like those silly stories. It's not like Vladimir Putin's one of the most dangerous men in the world. Andy, you're one of the most dangerous men in the world when you're in front of a mic. When he's Ooh, angry. That's, that's like my new comedy special right there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Netflix. Um, but yeah, I think that is all we have for yeah, sports. Unfortunately, we are going to end on a, a sad. No, we ended on uh, my comedy Putin. special. Uh, yeah, and Andy's comedy special. I guess that's sad in itself. Though, Coming to really. Netflix 2032. 2032. You think Netflix? Is I got to write it. So. Yeah, you got to write it. <laughs> and also Maybe get just... famous. Be big well, enough to what sell. What do you think out, uh, we're doing on this pod? Hot some shot? sort of comedy club, theater. You're only giving yourself uh, 14 years for that, huh? Yeah. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Dick Wolf Crotch. All right, well, you've been listening to the sports episode, Tony's Take Podcast. This is episode 57 of all of that good stuff. Be sure to listen to other ones. Subscribe, comment, share. And if you like us, listen to the entertainment one, too. The Later. Law, Law and Order special.